Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, we're back, we're black, we're brown, ambition. It's Mandy and Tiffany, y'all. Hey, (laughs) happy Brown Ambition Wednesday. Yes. First of all, I saw that Drake was holding your baby. Listen, (laughs) this is why I never post pictures of my brother. First of all, I saw women in the comments try to holler. I was like, yo, I can't deal. I know. I know. <laughs> in the past, you know, people have been respectful, but y'all they know, was wild have they lost, was like, all, lost yeah. all dignity. Yes. <laughs> I literally saw someone call your brother yummy. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had to read that comment a few times. She was saying the baby oh, was yummy. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was like, hold up. Where's the delete button? <laughs> uh, I was like, and I was like, yeah, okay. I get it. Because I was thinking, I was like, yeah. that's a little bold, but okay. I said, but I'm not going to lie. I was like, I told um, Superman, I said, who do I look like? He was like, uh, Drake? I said, yeah. Looks like Mandy Woodruff. That's who it looks like. (laughs) And I saw someone was like, are you guys twins? I'm like, honestly. His whole, the poor kid, his whole life, it was either you look just like your sister. (laughs) And then around, when did Drake come out? Like 2009, Drake got big. Then it was like, Drake. (laughs) Everywhere he goes, Drake. Hey, Drake. He hates it. Uh, It's okay. I mean, now, you know, you know, like those memes that are going around. It's like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell my kids, this is that, that, that. You got to be like, I'm going to tell my kid, this is Drake. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'll tell, Rio will only know him as Uncle Drake. That's what we'll say. (laughs) Oh, but it was such a cute picture. How was the yeah, visit? happy birthday to him. Aww. I mean, it's going against every fiber of my big sister being to, like, give him more attention than um, he already <laughs> gets as the youngest of four children. <laughs> but, yeah, it's his birthday, 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's my awesome. little My little brother growing up. I First know. of all, living his best damn life. Just came back from one week in Hawaii. I can't. Solo, solo trip. And then followed it up with a week in Mexico. I believe, um, meeting up with one of his friends who's traveling. So he's just showing off in his late 20s. I'm like, damn, at 28, I was like tied down, yes. planning a wedding. He he makes his 20s look really fun. So, <laughs> well, you him. know, it's different different types of fun. I'm very proud of him. Yeah. But what's new with you, Molly Moore? Have you, you're basically almost Yo, hit your fundraising goal, almost. right? That's I'm like, if I were to go to mollymoore.com <gasps> right now, I think we're like, Two thousand dollars away. Let me see. How often do you check? Like once a minute. I'm not gonna lie. I do. <laughs> you should see me. I'm yeah. obsessed. Especially refresh, like refresh, like refresh. when I do. Like, right? If 
especially when I do like a post or something. Um, I have to say, so yes, we are like $2,500 um, away. So we're 93% funded, um, 14 days to go. There's some key things that I'm learning. So things I would have done differently. Probably the number one thing I would have done differently is from the very beginning, the higher ticket items. Like I had some fun higher ticket items like, oh, come, I'll fly you to New York to come meet me. Girl, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> and then I, I didn't even see that. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Well, I because, the book. Exactly. And that's what I learned, which was actually really cool because I thought I had to have these higher ticket items that were like these like fun things. But no, knowing what I know now, I should have had more higher ticket items that were just like, get the book. And I, I've been adjusting since. You can you could always go and add new rewards, but mm. it was just a good lesson that like one... I should have had bulk book buys from the very beginning because I'm noticing like, you know, there's, it's trending up that people are buying five, six, 10 books. And I'm like, wow, but I didn't have that in the very beginning, especially for like the big launch. I could have, honestly, we probably would have already hit our, um, our fundraising goal. And two, if I just would have pushed up, um, the price per tier, maybe like five bucks, that would have made a huge difference. I was nervous too. Cause I was like, oh, what if people don't want to Get it for, you know, um, 20 instead of 25 for 35, but I should have because I keep forgetting that. Classic Tiffany. I know. You know what it is? Because I was like, well, I don't want people to feel like I'm buying a book for $25. It's like, no, you're you're contributing so I can use that money to buy books. And, and in exchange for contributing and donating, I'm giving you a book that, but it's not like Kickstarter, you're actually buying the book. Like it's not, you know what I mean? I just felt weird. Like I, you know, does it feel weird to say I'm buying a book for 30 bucks? And although I, I think I made it pretty clear in the Kickstarter copy that really that when you're backing this project, that the money is going so I can order books for kids that don't have access and I can hire teachers to write additional financial um, education curriculum that we could give away for free. But knowing that I know now, I wouldn't have been so afraid to price just a little bit higher. I think people would have paid it happily because it wasn't just an exchange for a book. It was to do good work. So, but I mean, I'm happy with the way, I mean, obviously that's gone. Yeah. Of yeah. course you're nitpicking because yeah. that's what you do. But yeah, it is. I mean, it's freaking amazing <laughs> that you're like 99.9% .9 away from hitting your, like some projects just just die. Yeah. Just fizzle out and die, you know? Yeah. So I have to say the moms and dads are amazing. Like it was like, um, in the beginning, it was just like email, then like social. Then it was like I was dialing for dollars, messaging everybody on Facebook and texting and stuff like that. And then this last wave, honestly, has been like the moms. I reached out to my mom and she hit all her girlfriends. And all of a sudden I'm saying like, oh, that's Auntie such and such. Oh, that's Auntie Uncle such and such. <laughs> so it's been like that rave. And I'm like, yeah, do not underestimate the power of like people in your family to like Tiffany's advocate. has got some Girl Scout cookies, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's literally You're going to get five boxes, right? <laughs> And then my art director and my illustrator, they all reached out to their moms and also all the moms are like, so we wrote like a little copy for them and like wrote step-by-step -step directions because no one knew how to do Kickstarter, mm -hmm. um, you know? So it's like, and I actually made a little video to send to them and they were like, oh yes, mm -hmm. I went to work. I showed them everyone the picture and I was like, use my phone and get the book. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, mommy. So um, yeah, but it's been, honestly, it's been a... A really great experience. We learned a lot. I'm, I'm happy with like obviously with the with the end result and just things that we're learning. Like oh, knowing what I know now, I would have done this. I don't know that I'm gonna do another Kickstarter, but what I am a consummate teacher at heart, and I feel like I know that people might have questions, so I want to be like, well, here's the best practices and what I would have done differently. But all in all, it's been awesome. Oh, congratulations! congratulations. Thank you. On a not so happy note, I guess did you did you watch any bit of um Kobe Bryant's um Homegoing? In other news, um, I didn't get a chance to watch it live. I know it was streaming. Yesterday was my first day being back in the office. Oh, yes. How is it? 
Yeah. Um, it went, I mean, it went really well. I kind of loved it. It was great. <laughs> I know I got home and my, I was talking to my brother, you know, I called him to say happy birthday and he's like, so, you know, how was it? How are you feeling? And I was like, or no, he said, how was it leaving, you know, Rio and going to work? And I was like, honestly, it was really easy. <laughs> it was really exciting to like get on the train and go to the city. Oh. And, you know, he's with my mom. He's in a safe space. So yes. I I just didn't have a ton of anxiety. I'm sure it will be an entirely different story when it's the first day of daycare yeah. or the first day when it's someone says, you know, a nanny instead of my mother being here. But she really had the tough job because homeboy's been on a bottle strike for two weeks. No. And mm-hmm, right when I went back to work, he was like, I'm only going to uh, eat from mommy, please. I'd like to uh, keep my seat at the Mama Cafe open. <laughs> uh, VIP only. Uh <laughs> So my he said, poor mom. On you. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, but bless her heart, she got him to drink from a bottle yesterday. Good. And once I got that news, everything was great. And I'm so, you know, it could be so much. I'm, I'm so I feel so blessed to yeah. have a flexible work schedule. I went to an office. They had the mother's room all ready for me with like a mini fridge and even a, a new little sign that says occupied and a lock on the fridge so people can't go in because you know it's a shared space like a wellness mm. room slash lactation room so people can't go in there and mess with my stuff they have a lock on the fridge I love and it. little filing cabinet i can lock my i brought my little pump to work okay uh, <laughs> and yeah I, I feel really you know went very smoothly and um i know for a lot of women that's not the case so i yes. feel very um, fortunate. fortunate yeah i do indeed so all that said yeah i got home and Finally saw some clips from his memorial service, which mm-hmm. looked beautiful. But, yes. I mean, God, Vanessa's speech. I mean, how, how she got herself on that stage I in don't the first know. place. She's a hero. I don't know. Honestly, God. like, woof. And then, first of all, some of, some of the things I liked that there was, like, little reprieves. Like, when Michael Jordan was like, damn it, Kobe, you know I love you. Got me. I'm going to be doing uh, seeing more crying memes for the yeah. next four years. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I was like, I thought that was hilarious. Like a little. I love that he knows he's a meme. Yes, I was like, he yeah. knows. <laughs> poor, poor Michael. I know, but he was like, whatever, you're worth it. So honestly, it was, yeah, it was beautiful and and, and obviously super sad and it just, it's just a testament to a life, you know, an imperfect life, but still a life well lived, you know. Yeah, and I also feel like it's given people a chance to just grieve anyone they've known who's gone too soon, and just another reminder of how precious. And, and short life is and the importance of good dads. And and I think it was a, a post that Lovey Ajayi, did I say that right? Um, mm-hmm. Posted on Instagram where she kind of acknowledged that in a way, um, one of the silver linings, you know, albeit small from Kobe's passing is that it's given men, especially men of color, an opportunity to say it's okay to grieve openly and to yeah. share your feelings and your emotions and to look around that room and see all these big, tough athletes yes. really showing their heart, yes. you know, writing tributes to him, you know, using their voice to acknowledge their pain and not just like, you know, tough it out. And, you know, as they say in sports, not that I am so sports, you know, <laughs> savvy, but just fight through the pain, just yeah. to walk it off. You know, that struck me because I, I think that's true. I think it has given people, especially men, a chance to say it's OK to admit that you're hurting. Yeah, and and honestly, too, too, what I like too that kind of came of it. It was like you know when, when everybody was just like it was a celebration of Black fatherhood. You know, mm-hmm. that whole girl dad. I mean, I know there was. I just loved seeing that. That like you know that because people That's will always tell you it, too. It, it's like what an you know what a representation of, yes. of what 
you know, a, like a black father really there for his daughter, mm-hmm. really there for his family. And happy that he want. has daughters. Because people will always say stuff yes. like, poor you. Like, even as a kid, I would hear people tell my dad that when he said, like, I have all daughters. They'd, it would be a lot of poor you, poor your father, poor you. And he'd be like, no, not poor me. Like, my daughters take really great care of me, you know? So I just love that. That like, Because people will always say, oh, girls are so much harder to raise than boys. And I don't subscribe to that. Children are hard to raise, period. It's mm-hmm. just different, you know? Like, I, I see my sister with her her two kids. She's got a boy and a girl. And I just see that it's different. It's not harder, you know? They will all pee and poop on you. What? When I tell you, like, that even... You know how you said that Rio like reverted back and was like, mm, I was on the bottle, but now I want the boob. And now I'm, I guess because boob is not here, I guess I'll take the bottle. It's strange how children revert back. Like Amelia was so good potty training. She was like one and a half using the potty. Now that she's turning three, I'm like, girl, she's like, I didn't make it. And you're happy. <laughs> and I don't we know. call that a regression. <laughs> yes. I don't know why she's progressing. My sister was yes. like, honestly, no less than, she went to go visit them. She's like, no less than three times when I was there, she missed the toilet. Like, or I think what's <laughs> happening is that she's like testing, like, let's see, like, I want to keep playing. I think I can do it. I think I can make it. And then it's like, ah, literally she'll get up. Gotta pee. And then she's like, oh, didn't make it. You're like, you know what? Go get a diaper. <laughs> We're not playing this game. I know. So it's just, just go it, put a swimsuit on. Like, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> but it's crazy how kids regress. And I'm like, I wonder like why that is that like, you know, they'll be doing so good. And then one day be like, psych, um, I'm actually not going to sleep through the night or I'm going to poo poo on myself or whatever that is. I wonder what that is about, you know, like where regression comes from. I have no idea. I mean, I feel like I lose sleep thinking about why he's done what he's done. And it's just like, you can't reason with yes. a baby terrorist. Like, there's just no figuring them out. Just just catch whatever. I mean, I say, I, this is my new mantra, new baby every day. New oh, yes. baby every day. Oh, no day okay. is the same. His likes, his dislikes, whatever worked yesterday is not going to work today. Yes. However he slept last night, it's not going to be, you know. If you get two days in a row, cool. New baby tomorrow. Yes. Um, oh, my Because I, I would, yep, I would totally be like, okay, this is it. This is the new trend. <laughs> I'm ready. And then he'd be like, ah, I'm going to take a left turn here yes. into crazy town. And like, well, I love up. yellow rice. And then it's like, why would you give me yellow rice? You know I don't love yellow You're like, wait, I thought you, I thought you liked yeah. rice. But you know what? Have you watched, um, you know, Netflix has that um, documentary baby where they follow mm-hmm. like a baby, like um, all these babies for one year. You know, oh, you should just watch it. I think it'd be really interesting to see, like, the, they really wanted to see, like, what does, like, you know, develop it look like in a baby over one year? And they, they like, tracking babies from, like, Singapore, Israel, the United States. I think that, you know, if you have any time, um, you know, like, plugging into that. I was watching it last night. It was just really fascinating. They do change, and it's crazy. And, and, that you're, and you're right, like, the thing, like, they change every day. And also, like, toys that he didn't give two flying flips about two days ago. Now he's like, oh, this is amazing. I know how to use this. And, mm. you know, it's – they do develop really quickly. So and quickly. He's getting way more interesting. My mom is so good with him. She can mm. get him to giggle so hard. Aww. And it is super, super cute. Um, but babies aside, what else is <laughs> happening? In the, I feel like the other two headlines have been Weinstein's conviction. Ooh, child, yes. Can we get an amen? Yes. And, sh- you know, you know, good job, you know, trying to make us feel sympathetic for you with that walker. Right? Honestly, um, I was like, are you kidding me? Sir. Yeah. No, you still look like a villain. And the other thing was like coronavirus. I mean, that's the one, you know, we've all been watching the news and you think about the health implications of 
uh, epidemic like that, or are they calling it epidemic? I'm not sure. I don't want to like scaremonger. Yeah. But the risk of something like that. And then what happened yesterday, the market crashed. And my mom was like, why would the coronavirus, how could a some kind of flu influence markets? But China makes everything, y'all. Everything. All the mm-hmm. factories for your iPhone, for your shoes, for your clothes. A lot of that happens in China. And these companies like Apple has come out saying that they may be low on the parts they need to make the iPhone because of concerns of the workers going to work in China um, and those products leaving China. And even like some pharmaceutical companies have come out saying that like they may not have the ingredients for the drugs that are made wow. in China. And the Dow dropped, I think, the lowest it's been in two years or the biggest drop it's had in a single day in two years yesterday. So, ouchies for the market. Yeah, no, I I remember hearing that and I was just like, uh, this is crazy. I, and I feel like I'm reading so many conflicting kind of like reports about just how many people have passed. And did you see that? I saw an article and I didn't know if it was like, I can't remember where I saw it, where it's like they arrested a um, chemist here in the United States. and uh, For what? I don't know. I mean, I don't, let me not even spread it because I was like, I was trying to remember where I read because I wanted to pull it up. But I'm like, this is reputable. I couldn't remember the article where I, so I'm like, if it was I, sent from an aunt or an uncle, it was not reputable. I know, right? Ugh. That's the lesson it's, I've learned. Especially via WhatsApp. I'm like, mommy, please. You are, <laughs> or you Facebook. Are, <laughs> like, that is where the, oh, WhatsApp. If I get one more WhatsApp message, my father messaged me, I'm on WhatsApp. I'm like, great. Another person. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's such a crazy, scary time because I feel like not enough people are are being honest about what's happening. I just wonder, like, like, and you know what I don't like? Like, so a friend of mine, he was supposed to go to an eyewear conference in Milan. And then the conference, this is one of the largest conferences for eyewear in the world. Um, they they canceled, not not a conference. Um, what are those things where you could like buy the glasses? You know what I mean? Like, like a trade show? Yes, Expo? a trade show. Mm-hmm. And so they um they canceled it. And oh, which is because huge. that one, there was just like one patient, yes. Italian patient in a Spanish hotel, according to the news, that had the, yeah, that had coronavirus or tested positive. So, so I mean, you met, you but like Europe is so interconnected. Yeah. kind of see why they were like hyper alert. And so he was like, okay, that kind that's. Of thing. That's fine that it was canceled. I get it. So when he went to the airlines to say, well, what? Because he was bringing his whole team. They were like, uh, we don't consider it a state of emergency. They wouldn't give him any money back. Isn't that crazy? What? Yes. I'm like, well, he, for they his. They get to decide what's the state of emergency? Airlines? Well, he gets to, like, basically Italy is not, it's, it's not claiming a state of emergency. So they're huh. like, you see what I mean? And I'm, he's like, yo, but I was going for this event that was canceled. It's been so crazy because I, I'm, you know, of course the airlines are trying to protect their profit margins. And it's yeah. like, when does it become that I get my money back for things that are happening like this? You know, travel, I'm sure it's right now, it's like really confusing because of of this, of the coronavirus. Yeah. And it had happened, you know, right around the Chinese New Year, the whole original, not the original outbreak, but the news of the outbreak started to spread around there. And there's so much travel, you know, especially for visiting family in China for the, for the holiday. Oh, I mean, I definitely on the train yesterday, I feel... You know, my immune system, I'm like, I haven't been in the public in three months. I'm like, is my immune system even working anymore? But you could see more people on the train wearing those masks. Who knows how effective those masks even They say are. they're actually worse. Like, there are certain masks. Oh, neat. Like, yeah, they say that literally <laughs> the mask traps in, <laughs> like, 
all the things that you're like, so the thing that you're trying to, yes, I was like, now there are some masks that are helpful, but it's not the ones that you're getting like online there. You're actually like, if you, when you put it on, if there was anything floating around, you've effectively guaranteed you're going to get whatever because you have now trapped it inside with your nose and your mouth. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, hey, nice and cozy in here. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That like, yeah. So I was just like, oh, so like there are some masks that are helpful, but they're like most people who are using those masks, they're not the right one. So doing a little bit more research about the right mask if you are going to wear one. Mm, it's a scary word. It, it is. It is. Hand sanitizer. Get. I mean, I know it doesn't protect against the coronavirus, but the flu shot still, you know, got you covered for a couple different types of flu. Go on and get it. Yeah. Um, I'm still yeah. My, my poor little cold flu season baby. I'm just like, if I could put him in a just a a plastic bubble when he needs to leave the house, I would. Because mm. um, I'm, you know, you get so worried about about your baby catching something. Yeah. So far, so good. Knock on wood. That's good. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Should we take some questions? Yes, it's time for my favorite part of the show. And you know, we take our questions seriously between you and me, Mandy, Tiffany, questions. Wherever you were going, I was with you. Yeah, I wasn't sure where I was going. I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, let's see. Let's see where this is going to go. And I probably forgot the, you know me, like. If it's not a song that I can improperly sing, then as soon as I say it, it's gone. It's gone from me. It's gone. Jesus, from me. take the wheel. Sorry to that it's man. <laughs> it's fine. I would love to take. So we have a question. Oh, she's calling you out, Tiffany, because I think we did forget about something. What? This question comes from a listener who didn't leave her name. I'll just call her Denise. She says, "Hey, ladies, I was wondering if Tiffany was still going to share her template for choosing a financial planner, or if I missed it. Thanks for always being so real and transparent." It makes people like me who are introverts feel less alone. Aw. Yes, And she I says, will. congrats on Molly. She says, uh, Mo- wait, it, it, it keeps going okay. after her question. I have to share this because she says, Molly is so gorgeous and a chocolate goddess. <laughs> and Rio is a ham with all that gorgeous hair. Aw. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. But for real though, where, where, where's that template? No, you're right. No. And uh, you know, here's the thing. Like I actually have to go through and take out like my stuff. Like, but I, cause okay. it's, yeah. So, but I'll, I, I can get you that Google um, doc today. Cause honestly, you're not the first person who's asked me because I really want to help and it, it's helped significantly. So I just have to go in. I got to copy it. 
go in and just like erase like my number so you can kind of fill in your own. But I wish, wait, how do we, hmm, I guess I should do it and I'll send it to you non-edited. So that way, meaning that no one could just go in and edit it, but you could copy and paste it as you please. That's what yeah. I'm Yeah. Just mm-hmm. update your Google, uh, yeah, your your Google Doc settings. Yeah. Ooh, I love a Google Doc. What did I do before Google Doc? I, I honestly, I don't even know how I lived. How did I live? You were emailing <laughs> and like not sure. Oh, look at you, man. You got a song in your heart? Uh, what is that song? How did I live without you? Living is without you. I can't give. I can't give. No. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> we got Mandy singing. Leave this. Leave the, leave the singing to Tiffany. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, but no. Absolutely, I will. I will get that to Mandra today. I, I like it so today. Okay. I will. Mm-hmm. Just text All me because right. you know I already so forgot. I can put the Google Doc in the show notes. Okay. And yeah, because we talked about that on a few episodes back when you were talking about what's your planner's name, Angela? Angelie. Angelie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I remember. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll I'll post some show notes with a link to that. Hopefully in this week's episode. So check the show notes. Also while you're there, check out our sponsors. Click on through. See if you can get some good deals on the companies that support us. Um, yes. <clears throat> shameless plug because yes. you know if you want to support us, support them. <laughs> yes. All right. Excellent. Here is our second question from a listener on Instagram. We will call her, let's just call her Riri. She says, I've listened to about 30 episodes and I'm running through the catalog because y'all are just so relatable. Oh, a new listener. My question is, how do you go about buying stock for children or other little people in your life? I want to give my godson, who is one years old, a long-term financial gift every year but I'm trying to figure out where to start. I listened to an episode not too long ago where Mandy talked about target date funds, so I'm considering that, but I think it'd be cool to get him actual stock. Is he too young to have stock in his name? Should I wait till he's older so there isn't much risk from now until he's about 18 or 25? Thanks for your help. Aw, what a good godmother. Yes, I've done this. Lots to unpack here. Yeah, you want to start? Um, yeah. So what I did was at first I was just like saving, like saving money for um, my godchildren and my nieces and my nephew. Now I've such, I've then, uh, so I've switched it over to, um, to your point, uh, a target date fund. And it's like a, I think it's a custodial account. I just did, I, I like Angelie helped me to um, set it up where we just aggressively, because they're so young and they're all under like the age of five. We just aggressively um, invest. So it's it's a mutual fund. I'm not investing in individual stocks for them, although that's something you certainly can do. But I just wanted to like, so what I do for their birthdays is instead of really getting them presents, presents, sometimes I do, but typically I just put money in that fund now. So it just makes it easier. And their parents are like, you know, especially when kids are little and everyone's kind of giving them toys. And the truth of the matter is they rather the box anyway. I think it's just a better Mm -hmm. place to put money. So that's what I did. I opened up a, a target date fund, a mutual fund, and I just put money in there every holiday that makes sense and their birthdays. Yeah, custodial is the right uh, the right word for that. So if you have, I think, uh, under the age of 18, you can open up a custodial account, which means as the adult, you control it. And then I think when they turn 18, the kids can take control of it. I We've gotten, actually, in my husband's um, goddaughter, we got her a few stockpile gift cards, which if you really just want, you know, to buy some stock, stockpile, uh, and there's a couple other companies that you can buy fractional shares of stock. Yes. So, you know, if you want to give them Google, and it sounds awesome, but Google's worth, like, I don't know what it's like, a thousand bucks. I'm making that up. <laughs> yeah. And you ain't have money like that. You can get her like a or him a twenty five dollar you know fractional share in Google and a twenty five dollar fractional share in Tesla or whatever it is that you want. And then you know it's it's actual stock. It's also a custodial type account that you know it's a good way to teach or fun way for them to learn about the market. Now 
your one-year-old, I imagine, probably isn't going to sit down with you and learn about um, the stock market. Um, and in that case, I almost want to say, for me, those those like stock gift cards are, are fun, kind of gimmicky, you know, fun ways to like learn and teach about the market. But for long-term investing mm-hmm. for a child, I feel like the way Tiffany's doing it makes the most sense. Um, it's more practical. You're not just investing in a couple different companies. You know, when you get a target date fund, you know, and, and when you invest that in mutual funds, which are, it's kind of like getting a sample of all the different stock that you could invest in versus just picking just a few and it spreads out your risk and it kind of takes the guesswork out of picking what you're going to invest in. I think that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And so you could open a custodial IRA at, you know, any brokerage firm, wherever you have your 401k or your retirement fund now is probably a fine place to start. Yeah, exactly. So, and also too, it doesn't have to be a retirement account. It could just be like an account, you know, like I think sometimes yeah. people think that like you have to do like a retirement account and it's like, no, you, you can, but it doesn't, I mean, it's helpful, but it doesn't have to be like, you can open just like, uh, I always call like a, like I call like my wealth building account. Cause I have my retirement accounts, but I also have my wealth building accounts, but yeah, setting aside. And then typically what I do, honestly, especially when they're little, I still might like send a book or whatever, but then I'll just like take a screenshot and send to like my sisters, like, hey, look, I put money, I put money in the account for the baby. And they're like, okay, thanks. Um, That's great. That's amazing. Mm-hmm, because it just makes it, you know, easier. And like I said, especially when they're little, like honestly, a two to like five or six year old. I mean, what my sister does, which I think is hilarious because she was the first to have kids. So they, they were getting so many toys that she like rolls them out. She's like, girl, they still have half their Christmas gifts still. Like, she's like, I'll put them up. So that way it, it feels like new things all year, you know? <laughs> Oh, that's clever. mm -hmm, So that way she's like, so in other words, that's why when I found out she did that, I was like, so that means you really don't need new gifts. She's like, I really don't. That's why I was like, well, let me just put this money. If I'm going to spend 50 bucks on Roman, I might as well put 50 bucks in his account since he hasn't even opened up all his gifts from from his last, you know, last birthday, you know? Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready for all the, the stuff. I'm a little yes. afraid of the stuff. And then for me as a parent, if you open up an account where people can contribute to it, that's also really nice. Like if you open up your account and then anyone can contribute to it, you can like send around a link. I think mm-hmm. some accounts do that now, yeah. especially if it's like a college savings fund. And make sure to put the like um, one of the things I made sure to do was to make the parent the beneficiary. Mm, yeah, so, that's smart. You know, so God forbid something happens to me and it's not like, oh, this account was for real, but Tiffany never. So what's going on here? What You know, so it's like, no, no, if I'm not here, it goes to Mandy. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good tip. All right, Riri. Well, thank you for thank you for being a new listener and catching yes. up on the show. Happy to take, have you. Want to take one more question? I feel like the first one wasn't a real question. I don't have another one lined oh. up, so no. <laughs> uh, that was a real question. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I like a like that was just me saying, like, yeah, girl. Of course, I'll share my thing with you. Um, I like to throw you an easy one and then a, a hardball, a softball question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys. If you want to hit us up with your questions. Instagram is a great place to start. We're at Brand Ambition Podcast on Instagram. You can also send us an email directly, brandambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Now it's time for boost or breaking. Are you going to boost? Are you going to boost? Are you going to break? Now it's time for break or boosting. Are you going to break? Are you going to break? Are you going to boost? What will you do? Mandy, Mandy, will you boost? Okay. Sorry, something in my throat. That was a Christmas tune. What is wrong with you? I don't know. 
you know, I feel like maybe I'm just feeling like light and free because I'm like, huh. A lot of the um, stress of like, you know, running a Kickstarter. We're like, we're just, we're finally here. I can let it go. Oh, <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Okay, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. You sing your Christmas carol. <laughs> uh, so are you going to boost or are you going to brisk? I've got a break this week. You know, I want to take a break for the, I was just t- tabulating how much money I've spent on this products. Um, recently, I just had gotten like $80 worth of Diva Curl products for my hair. Um, if you're a curly hair girl out there, you probably have used Diva Curl. They've been around forever. Um, and then I saw something that the company, I follow them on Instagram and they posted this like weird message, you know, about how they value their customers and they have a note to their customers on their website, yada, yada. And I'm like, what has happened? And I go to their website and they are basically saying, you know, we've, we've heard from you guys about issues with our products. We're investigating it, blah, blah, blah. And then I have to like go backwards to figure out what's happened. And apparently there's a class action lawsuit against Diva Curl from all these women who claim that their products have made their hair fall out. (gasps) Yeah. And enough claims for the company to issue a statement like that. I mean, it sounds like scary stuff. And I have, I mean, I haven't used, I'm like a product, I'm not very loyal to different, I like to try different things and whatever. But yeah, I had just bought this huge, like $40 bottle of their conditioner and their leave-in conditioner and some like gel or whatever. And I had started to use it again for the first time in like a month or two. And I now I'm looking at 80 bucks that I've just, I guess I just throw it down the drain. I don't know what to do. So, but if y'all are listening, I know the company, they said they're responding to people in the comments on their Instagram saying, you know, contact our customer service line. If you're interested in a refund, I haven't done that yet. I don't even know if I have the receipt for the stuff that I bought. I might somewhere. But if you are a Diva Curl user, I mean, it sucks because they don't seem to know for sure what the issue is. And I know it's going to take them a long time to figure out if at all there was an issue. But they are yeah. they are like the curly hair brand. They've been around, yeah. you know, they were one of the pioneers. I just, um, I wonder like, yeah, I, yeah, I'd be curious to know. I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Because I, is it like because just so many people use it and those folks, I don't know. Because you just don't know, because you're like, your hair is not falling out. But just because your hair is not falling out doesn't mean someone else's hair is not falling out. I know. And I, I've, I've really read, because like, you know, people can claim anything. But I really read some testimonials from like Diva Care hairstylists, because, you know, they have salons, mm. who have said, I do not ever, um, I use the products on myself and on my clients. And we all have hair loss issues. and. Okay. I mean, I guess like where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's enough for me to be like, maybe I won't take a chance. Yeah. Um, I'll take the hit and, you know, another day, another hair product in my life. That's just Yikes. fine. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to – I went out and got some um, – my hairstylist recommended like a, a brand of like organic schmancy fancy stuff. So I'm going to try that out. But, uh, okay. Yeah, that sucked. So if you're a diva carer – Diva Curl, sorry, Diva Curl, right? Diva mm-hmm, Curl mm-hmm. Um, user. Um, I feel your pain. I feel your wow. pain. Well, I am going to boost. Okay, um, so this weekend it was really fun. Myself and a big group of friends, we went to go see Yvonne Oji. Um, you know, she's Molly from Insecure. But she's also a comedian. So she came to Newark for, um, she's doing a tour, a comedy, a comedy special tour, which has been like sold out around the country. It's I think it's called From Lagos to LA or something like that. But um, 
She was hilarious. Honestly, it is was that so- how you say that? Is that how you say Lagos? Uh, Lagos, yeah. La- Wait, I've been saying it wrong my entire You've life. You've been saying Lagos? Lagos, Nigeria. I apologize. No, it's okay. It's like, it's like, you know, you're it's not like Nigerian. I, you don't know. It's like when I learned it was quinoa, not quinoa. I know. All right, continue. I was embarrassed by that, Kim, because I, I said it long and strong. I was like, can I have the quinoa? <laughs> I eat healthy. I was like, wait, what? It's quinoa. Uh-oh. Anyway, I, so yeah, later. So, So she's, yeah, so it was awesome. Honestly, it was sold out. And it was just, someone was like, I brought a, a few friends with me that weren't Nigerian. Actually, I don't, yeah, I think so. My friend Linda's Nigerian. Anyway, my husband was like, wow, I thought it was just you. Like, you know, like she, he said, it's, it was like watching you on stage. Oh. Be- because, you know, like the Nigerians, we all have the same stories. And, you know, I was like, he it, it's just so funny. I think the, the audience was filled full with um, Nigerians. So we were all cackling because it was like she was telling our life story on stage. So she was hilarious. It was funny. And it was just funny to see my non-Nigerian friends be like, oh, so you're not exaggerating because that's what you talk about. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> the trauma is real. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to boost her. And. I can't imagine how hard it is to get on stage and crack these jokes and hope people like them. It's nerve wracking. And, and, you know, and to do it night after night after night, I, I feel like she's had like over 10 tour stops, some including in, in Africa. So I'm just really proud of her and, you know, how hard she's been going. And um, if you head on over to Yvonne Oji on Instagram, you might see me in the slideshow, mm-hmm. you know, doing my almost almost dropping low for Jesus with my with my not so Meg the Stallion knees. But yeah, so it was just a really good time. And we got to hang out with her backstage, my sister and I, for, for a little bit before she jumped on. So it was just that. I mean, so I know how hard it is to like for people to go hard for their craft. So just want to like a little spotlight on someone that is doing a really good job. Is she going to do like a Netflix special? I'd love to watch. She is. Like she's doing, well, not Netflix, an HBO special. Oh, okay, sweet. I, I know. So I love think it. what it seemed like, I don't know if the HBO special is like a collection, like, Cause she had like videographer there, so I'm. Um, I don't know if it's like that's what she's taping for, like all around the country and all around the world, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm sure I'm hoping that you know you guys will be able to see this as a special. But she did say that she has an HBO special, so it was awesome. Beautiful, funny, talented, mm-hmm. intelligent. I so know. Annoying. I can't. I can't. I can't. So and just super nice and down to earth. She's just awesome. Yeah. And when's Insecure coming back? I need I need some Insecure in my life. She she said that on stage, too. She was like, you know, we've been renewed for like a next season and it drops. Yeah. I forget what she said, but um, it's coming back soon. Speaking of which, have you seen the photograph? That looks so good with um, Issa Rae. The what love photograph? Movie? No, no, it's called the, um, the, the her, she's got a, a movie. Oh, the movie with Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. That that looks Ooh, no, like, I haven't seen it, but it looks really good. I know. I want to see it. I feel like it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a boot up movie. I'm like, it came out on Valentine's Day. I really want to see it. I, someone said that she is just so beautiful and it's just a really beautiful, unproblematic black love story, which I'm like, you know what? I'm here mm-hmm. for it. I need to see that. I need to see Queen and Slim. I need to see everything. I think I'm just going to see all the movies I missed in another year. Yeah. You know, when I when I feel <laughs> when I can get back into society. Yeah. Well, congrats well, to Yvonne. Yes. That is our shizzo. I hope mm-hmm. you nizzo how much we love y'all. And we love getting new listeners. So tap your sister, your cousin, your friend and them and say, have you listened to Brown Ambition? Because they give me my life every week. Um, yeah, me and Mandy really love doing this. And I can't believe it's been four years, right, Mandra? Four and a half years. <gasps> we're in our fifth season. Ah, we're 
almost past toddler. Oh my gosh. Season over 200 episodes, over a million downloads. You guys wow. are the best. Yeah, honestly, I remember when you were like, what did you, like, why, why didn't you ask me about the podcast? Was it like at, at, at a FinCon? Um, I don't, we met at FinCon and I feel like the next year we had a podcast. Yeah. Right. And you were like, we should do a podcast. I want to do a podcast. And I was like, okay. Even though I was like, not sure what it is, but it sounds cute. <laughs> and we've been going long and strong. So it's been awesome. Aww. Well, congrats on the success of the Kickstarter. So proud of you. Can't Thank wait to you. get my copy. When yeah. can we expect the copy? Wait, the book's not coming out until the fall? No, no. The book goes out, comes out in um in April. Like, so I oh, ordered. Okay. Yeah. Sooner. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what happens is like beforehand I had to, because I'm doing like the hybrid, hybrid um publishing, which is like, um it's a publisher, but I have to carry all the costs, but in order to get into like any sort of like Barnes and Nobles or whatever, you have to go through a publisher. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to keep all my fun. So I was like, I, I chose a great hybrid company called Wise Inc. And um, so I had to order copies out of pocket. Who child was like $40,000 uh, for 10,000 copies. Cause like four bucks a copy. Um, um, and like, and then, so anyway, I did that. The books should actually be fully printed by the end of March, early April. And as soon as they come in, I'll start mailing them out. Um, and then April 18th is official launch. But I really want to get y'all your books before, um, you know, before, you know, the, it actually officially launches. Um, that's like, that's the aim. So I'm praying that they, because you never, I mean, with the printer, it's all up to them. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I made my payment, all the things. Now I'm just like, come on, printer, print. So it can come here in time. Um, if you haven't already, you want to get a copy of your own bizook, you can go to Molly, M-A-L-I, more, M-O-R-E.com. And even if you're watching this, like, listen to this, like, five years from now, that will be the website where you could just order books anyway. It might, it won't be the Kickstarter website, which is it, which it is right now. Ah, oh, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. All, All right. right. Well, the hard work, hopefully, is the hard, hard work for this is hopefully behind you. And now it's just enjoying all the fruits of that labor. Congrats yes. again. Thank y'all. All right, y'all. We'll have a good rest of your week and we will see y'all next week on Brown Ambition. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.